oh, I can't even put words to it right now. All I can do is just laugh and just shake. Oh. All of it is just gorgeous. It's like I've been living on battery my entire life. And that battery has been so empty. And in the darkness, all of a sudden, I got unplugged, rewired, and plugged straight into like mainline to the power plant. And now I'm like feeling it. And it's so overwhelmingly beautiful. And it's so full. Yet so simple. It's so damn simple. There's no breath work. There's no plant medicine. There's no ceremony or ritual that is as profound as just the simplicity of being and just sitting in that space. Out of which all of those peak states arise. They're all there. And with all of the fears and disappointments and the highest of the highs and the highest of the lows of the human experience come out of that space. And in the darkness, you just sit with it. This is an experience that I will spend the rest of my life unpacking. You know, I went in to this experience with so many expectations of like, you know, because I had heard reports of people who had gone on long darkness retreats. And, you know, the, the visions and the past life regressions and astral experiences and all of these like just peak experiences and I went in with so many expectations none of it happened <laughs> and it was the most beautiful letdown of my entire life <laughs> Because you're right, that's not what it's about. It's just... It's hard. Like... All of the worst parts of me came out in there. And I had nothing to do to just, but just sit with them. Nothing to distract myself with. And I just got to watch 
has a dozen thoughts running through my head every second turned into six, turned into three, turned into one, turned into syllables at a time, and then just turn into silence. And then out of that silence, just a peace unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life came through. There's a, a stillness and a silence that is not empty. It, when I quiet down and I fill into that space between my thoughts, and I am able to hold the expectations that are not being fulfilled and the fears that are pestering my mind and all of the disappointments I've lived with in my life and I hold all of those in just this stillness and it encapsulates them all there's this space that is rich and it has a texture and an aliveness to it that is so full of love and warmth and empathy and compassion and everything I've been seeking in my life through external measures of the world and in that space it contains it all and there's no longer a need for anything else it's just quiet and the deeper I could rest into that space the more warmth I could feel just exuding out of my heart. It's a physical sensation, like just a fountain pouring from my chest when my head ceases to exist and there's no longer any thoughts and there's no longer anything I am running through in my head and hoping for conclusions and hoping for some kind of end result to come and I let go of all of it there's just this fountain of warmth that pours from my chest and it reached a point where there's thoughts can't live in that space they're mutually exclusive they're incompatible forces and just getting to sit with that space and live in that space with nothing else to do and nothing to distract myself from it. It's the main line of the power plant. <laughs>
and everything is fulfilled in that moment. There's no longer anything that needs to be done or any conclusion that needs to be met. It's just enough. And it's always there. Like, I, I, it's in everything that I see now. It's just there with nothing to do to get it. It's just there. The deepest and most profound surrender I've ever experienced in my life. I, I went into this experience with yoga and breath work and meditation and all of these techniques that I was going to try and go deep into. And by about day three, I had run through those. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, now what? <laughs> and I got really anxious and really irritated and really uncomfortable. And it was that discomfort that was the gateway. It was sitting there just fidgeting with my mala for hours, just needing something to do with my hands and to occupy my mind. And I didn't do anything. It was just letting myself sit with that and not run away from that discomfort, not distract myself from that discomfort. And it took days, but being bored and being uncomfortable for days opens up something that is deeper than any technique, than any gate, gateway experience, because it just forced me to be still. It forced me to get quiet and surrender into the experience and say, you know what? I'm not going anywhere, so hell with it. Let's just sit with this. And forcing myself to sit with that discomfort for so long opened up the stillness and open, opened up a new way of being that just there's nothing else to it and the deeper I could sit with my discomfort the more it opened up it was just an experience because as soon as it was Reed Bender having this experience in the dark, I was back in the discomfort, in the fears, in the polarity of either waiting for an, ex an exalted like high or wrestling with some darkness or some fear. It was when there was no one experiencing anything that it was just a feeling pouring from my chest.
and it was just there. And there was nothing I had to do to reach it. When I lost it, when I was back in a fear or looking for some, for some kind of... some kind of experience when I was looking for something or fighting against something. That's all I was doing, was fighting or looking. But as soon as there was no effort, it was just there. And it became easier to tap into it as the days went on. You know, on day three, I had a taste and then I fought it off so hard and I never, I didn't touch it again that day. And day four, I was kind of dipping my toes in the water and kind of playing with that experience a little bit. And day five, it really opened up. And day six, it was all there was. <laughs> I had an experience of sitting in that space and sitting in my heart. And there wasn't anyone that was sitting there. It was just the experience of pure, unadulterated, undistracted being. For the first time since I was a kid, I prayed before every meal. And I was, again, because there's nothing else to do, you just, you fill the time somehow. <laughs> and it started off, you know, it felt a little bit fake. It felt like I was playing pretend. And I would speak directly to Jesus. And I would just thank him for the food and thank him for this experience. And say, I love you, Jesus. And then, as the days went on, it started to feel more real and it start became something that was less in my head and more in my heart. And I felt Jesus. I felt Christ in that space. It reframed who Jesus is, not was in his life, but is today. <laughs> as I said, like the, as I mentioned, the space is alive, like the space that comes through, it has a texture, it has a richness to it. And I could speak directly with Jesus there in that space there that when i was praying before my meals there wasn't the separation of i'm praying to something separate from myself i was just speaking it into the quietness and it was so and that was it and again to the point of the new age spirituality and looking for these peak experiences. You know, I, 
I would have expected to have a vision of Jesus coming into the room and speaking to me, or hear a voice booming down from heaven. None of that happened. It was just the quiet and the stillness. And out of that peace and love, there was just a felt sense of presence. And it was enough. It was all that there was. There was nothing else to look for or to hope for or to expect. <laughs> I was laughing at myself for expecting anything different. It's, it's all there. And there's nothing I had to do but just see it and not distract myself from it. Because <laughs> that's what I've done my whole life. That's what we do our entire lives. Is we, we distract ourselves from the truth because it's uncomfortable and we want something more. I wanted a DMT blowout experience. I wanted to see fractals. And there's a disappointment that comes when it doesn't happen. But then sitting with that disappointment, it takes you deeper. And there's something beneath all of those peak experiences. It's so much richer. <laughs> it's the source. It's it's something just deeply unknown. And it's all that remains. <laughs> it's all that remains when everything else falls away. When everything, everything falls away. It's the thing that remains. Religion does it to us, but so does New Age spirituality. Of We go in with so many expectations, and we have a sense for how we expect it to be. And that, it's, I love, it's a Ram Dass quote that I love so much, of it's the golden chain, because it's golden because it takes us so deep into ourselves. Yoga and meditation and breath work and psychedelics, they all take us into ourselves and show us a depth of our own mind that we might have never experienced before. But there's still a chain. It's the golden chain because it takes us so deep, but it can only take us so far. And even those need to go. We need to let go of those two. And once I started to be able to do that, let go of any expectation for this experience, and all of the things I had heard were going to happen and I thought might go on, and it, those were nothing but hindrance. Those kept me from that space. And it was once I let go of them that I was able to go beyond myself and touch something so profoundly deep.
So totally unknown. So <laughs> totally unknown. And that's, I'm coming out of here and I almost feel like I'm, I'm deceiving myself because it was such a mystery. Like there was, there was nothing that came through. There was no vision. There was no real profound realization. It was just a piece. And it was so mysterious. And I, I could barely like just tap the surface of it. But it was so real. And it, it now it's still so real.